BCG podcast. I'm here with my guy Jetpack Nick. Yo. And we're gonna just talk about um, some topics, sports related topics. Uh, first, we wanna say congrats to Serena Williams on making make it all the way to the Women's Championship after yeah. uh, suffering complications through her pregnancy. Uh, that was a very big deal. Um, she did lose, um, but like I said, we are still very proud of her for being able to make it that far and to make it back to the Women's Championship. Um, what do you have to say about that? And I, I mean, I'm just happy that she was able to get as far as she did. Unfortunately, she came up short, but that doesn't take away from her accomplishments. Yeah, um, yeah, it sucks she came up short. But, um, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, like I said, I'm, we're still very proud of her for just being for sure. to get there. And, you know, like, it's very hard to make it to Wimbledon. Like, it's not too many. Like, you see how... And not to like compare the sisters, but every time Venus is about to get into this, uh, get to the, uh, get in the tournament, she's always knocked out. But Serena's right. always that person that stays in, so that lets you know how hard it is. Cause both of them are really, really good. So you know, I hate when people say that there's not a lot of competition in tennis, especially females. I hate when people say that because it actually is. Those those women, this is what they do. This is a, um, this is a professional sport. So this is what they do for a living. So they're going hard all the time trying to just really beat Serena Williams and, and Venus. So, I mean, they're the biggest two, you know, the biggest two women still. And Serena's 36. I mean, 36. she's 36 years old. And, I mean, she's still able to keep up this, or keep up her body to where she's able to make it all the way to a Wimbledon championship. That's a big That's deal. That's crazy. So, I mean, I, I think she should, she definitely, um, hopefully she'll be back next year. But, like I said, um, it's just, it was just really good being able to see her. Um, play on Saturday. Yeah, she's definitely the greatest. Also, for with sure. that too, um, there has been a lot of talk. Is Serena Williams the greatest athlete of all time? I know she's a female. I don't really care about that. The if greatest won, athlete. If she one of the best, if she is she one of the best, or is she in the conversation? Yeah. So many people, so many people that we can put in that conversation being the greatest athlete of all time. Um, you got Michael, hmm. Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron. Uh, uh, who else? Um, countless names. There's countless names. Yeah. Muhammad yeah. Ali. Yeah, Muhammad. Um, <laughs> who else? Uh, can we put Tom Brady Kobe. in there? Kobe, um, Tom Brady. I don't think Kobe's going to make it for like a uh, I don't Brady. think so either. <laughs> as far as there's athlete all time, he, he, I don't think that. See, when I think of greatest athlete of all time, I think of who is the first person that people think of when they think of that sport. Right. So if I'm sitting down with my dad and we're like just having a conversation and he said he brings up basketball, I'm like you know MJ because like right. like MJ is like the guy. Then you talk about football, you see the Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, um, and then in some people's eyes you have other people, um, you know like uh, Barry Sanders. Um, you know there are other other people are gonna have who they think um, is the best at whatever. This is they true. Have. When you when you think of golf, I mean, I would. I would. <laughs> Um, when you think of hockey, I really don't know any of those players. So I Wayne Gretzky. Speak on that. All right. So we, that's who we think. That's who you think of. Um, when you think of NASCAR, I think of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, he's I think of Jeff Gordon. 
Yeah, he passed away. Jeff Gordon too. But um uh, yeah, um R. P. to late uh Dale and Hart Jr. because he, sure. he didn't he didn't pass away. He he lost his life in a car wreck. It was just yeah, really yeah, his kid. father. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dale so, and Hart. Um, mm-hmm. And um swimming, you think of Michael Phelps. Uh when I think of Olympic gymnastics now, I think of either Simone Biles. I still think of Dominique Dawkins. Um, I think of the whole United States gymnastics team. There's <laughs> not one single person I think of. I just think yeah, of that whole team. They're phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking of like when you think of greatest athlete, you are, it's about who do you think of when you think of that sport, and that's where I think no, I you. you could put in that conversation. Like there are actually some people. Well, I said Michael Jordan. There are some people who think of LeBron first. There are some people of who course, think of Kobe of course. first. I mean, there's still some people who think of, you know, Wilt Chamberlain and um, Dr. J first. So um, it's just a conversation. I definitely think she's in the conversation. Like I said, I do not know she is the best female athlete of all. I mean, best athlete of all time, but she's in the conversation. So yeah, and, she's definitely in the conversation. I would I would say that she is definitely by far the greatest female athlete of all time, and she is yeah. definitely up there in overall greatness of mm-hmm. athletes, male or female. Mm-hmm. But I would – who was the greatest athlete of all time? It's like you can't, you don't even really know because there's so many of them. Like, I, I mean, if I had it my way, I would probably say Muhammad Ali. But Me too, honestly. I would too. And to also like, say boxing too. Mm-hmm. There are also some people who put Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, Floyd Mayweather yeah. over um, – you know, over Muhammad Ali, and that's just, you know, but I'm just saying that's like the conversation <laughs> when you say greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. You have to go down each sport and think of who do we think of first when we think of that sport, and those names are really the first, you know, first people that people really are, the first athletes that people really think of, so. Um, well, yeah, and then people got different criteria of how they rate their athletes, like, I mean, right. I, I I would say Muhammad Ali is the greatest athlete just based on the totality of uh, of his career and what he did with his career. Like, you know, the the whole political movement that he started and, and was a part of, not only yeah. being the best boxer of his time, maybe of all time, but he was uh, he, he was just overcoming a whole lot of stuff that was getting thrown at him, and he was still doing the thing at the highest level. So it's it's definitely kind of hard to put somebody over Muhammad Ali. Absolutely. Um. So, yep. Um. That. So yeah. I think Serena Williams definitely in the conversation. Like I said, sure. I don't know if she's the greatest, but she's gonna always stay in the conversation just based on the stuff she's able to do. She continues to achieve greatness by every time she goes up, uh, every time she's playing. So I mean, hey. But I think it's so crazy that we're mentioning her as she's, like, the only one. I think when you think of, like, mm. NBA, you think of Diana Taraji. Yeah. Um, um, Candace Parker. But definitely Diana Taraji. Um, and Cheryl Swoops, maybe. You know, Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobo. Yeah. It's so a lot of them. Yeah. So um, just, a, just a thought with that, um, that topic. Also, um, Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame will um, ignore Terrell Owens' um, enrichment ceremony. That's crazy. Um, mainly because he's not he, – he doesn't want to be involved in the ceremony. He's going to have his own separate ceremony that same day, two hours before they have the actual ceremony. Um, I mean, honestly, in my case, I mean, I don't think Terrell Owens is wrong for this. If he wants to do this, he can do whatever he wants. Terrell Owens has always been that kind of guy to always want the spotlight. So it's not surprising to me that he would do something like this. Um, 
And he said the reason why he's doing it is because he's doing it for all the Hall of Fame players who have to wait for their, right. um, I mean, to a certain extent, I think that he's, you know, it's, it's a little too much. But, I mean, that's his decision. Like, we can't be upset about that. I mean, that's what he wants to do. Uh, as far as, as far as the fact, the, the reasoning behind doing it, I think that's a little bogus, but hey. <laughs> You could, he, he could he could pretty much, in my opinion, do, do what he wants. How do you feel about it? Um, all right, so I'll say that the Hall of Fame and sports in general, for me, has always been a joke, especially right. the NFL Hall of Fame, especially mm-hmm. the MLB Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Those, those have always been jokes to me. So I, I don't necessarily see like why the the Hall of Fame even holds as much weight as it does anymore based off of the, the things that the Hall of Fame committee did, like even does still to this day with the Terrell and stuff, even continuing with Barry Bonds and the rest of those players. Like the numbers speak for themselves. Like Terrell Owens is, is second or third in every receiving category in NFL history. But they you know, they wanna do what they want to do to him. Like that's outrageous. And there's a whole lot of people in the Hall of Fame that's worse than what than, than Terrell Owens did. Like, they got races in the Hall of Fame, domestic abusers, drug users. But I guess we look over that if you – and, and blame Terrell Owens for yeah, being a team obliterator. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, there are so many people that are, like you said, in the Hall of Fame who have – done a lot worse than what Terrell Owens has done and I, I you know at the end of the day I'm still going to stand firm on he could he could pretty much do whatever he wants to do right like uh, this is not I mean him doing this shouldn't affect anybody he just he doesn't want to be a part of the ceremony I don't blame him honestly yeah I mean that's what he wants to do like it's not it's, this is not something that everybody should be so upset about I think that what upsets the Hall of Fame is that you're giving the opportunity and you don't, you know, you basically are like saying, kiss my ass, basically, like, you know. Right. And Sorrell almost has always been like that. I mean, yeah. you probably look at it, all you white guys, fortunately, a lot of white guys that are in these roles um, who chooses this stuff, a lot of them are the ones who pick who is in the Hall of Fame. You might feel like uh, it's a setback. Like, you guys waited so long to pick me to be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like I should have been picked a lot earlier. Um, and, and not, not to just mention it's not just white guys, there are other people of other races too, like, no, yeah, right. who do it, but at the same time, we know the NFL is largely, we know the NFL is ran largely by, um, white, men. white men. So, and I think in his, you know, Terrell Owens has always been like that, so it's not even surprising that he's acting this way. I mean, I think it's, I think the people that are a little upset about it, or, you know, just get over it. Like, I, when I seen that he was doing it, I just laughed. I was like, feel up your stuff again. Like, he does this all the time. Like, <laughs> there were games where he freaking didn't even sit with the, uh, sit with the team. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you know, he's so old. Like, he does stuff like this. That's you what know? he do. Right. So, I mean, I just, I feel like, hey, Terrell Owens, do what you want to do. Like, I mean, this is it's his day. If he doesn't want to celebrate it with the other people there and smile on their face and act like everything's okay and cool after they waited, all right, so be it. Man. I mean, that's what he's gonna do. Listen, I, I'm good. I'm good with Tio's decision. Like, I, I don't, I'm not mad yeah, at it at all. <laughs> like, I, I know some people out there are saying, oh, he need to be thankful for the 
for the opportunity to be in the Hall of Fame and all of this and all that. Like, listen, do what you want, CEO. Don't give a damn what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> it's just he could do whatever he wants to do. For and sure. Like, like, I mean, this is his. This is this is that's his decision on the situation. Like, I feel like the people that are upset about it are just upset because they they figure it's the Hall of Fame. You should be kissing our toes. Like right. You should be happy that you're here, and he it probably is happy that he's there. But he yeah, I'm sure he is. Celebrate it with y'all. He Listen. doesn't want to be in your face with it. Listen, if, I, if, if I had 15,000 receiving yards in my NFL career and you pass over me for first ball of Hall of Fame status, I might say to kiss my ass too. All right. That's pretty much that's um that's pretty much where he's at with it. Um, so our next topic, um, LeBron. Um, so LA Brian. Yeah, yeah LA Brian. <laughs> it's not <laughs> LeBron. It's LA Brian. So like Paul. Um, who's his agent, came out and said that um, the decision for him to go to L.A. was a uh, basketball decision. Okay. Um, so, basically, I want to know from your, you know, from your uh, perspective, do you think this was a basketball decision or do you think it was more of a, you know, I'm out in Hollywood, let's get some things popping, you know. Like I a business the, decision. The, yeah, I got the movie deals, I'm um, here around all the at, uh actors and actresses i'm really in hollywood like it's you know i'm not even and like i think i'm gonna let you go first okay um i I would say that the decision to go to the lakers was a basketball decision and Uh a business decision Uh i mean like all right so basketball decision you get to go to a team where you are not the like you know the the only ball handler on the team. Which now you got Lonzo Ball, Rajon Rondo, Brandon Ingram to push the ball if you want to play off the ball, like reports were saying he wanted to do. Yeah. And you get to play with a younger team, a younger team, a hungry team, an inspired yeah. team, mm-hmm. and in the basketball capital, pretty much like it's La La Land, it's Lakerland. So yeah. And, and you know, with all of that being said. You got Magic Johnson in your corner. You got Kobe in your corner, and you got the LA fan base. So I would say that's why it's a basketball decision, business decision. I would say just being in LA and you being LeBron, like that's that's pretty much a perfect match. Like you you're on the on the path of chasing Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time, and being in a Laker jersey only can enhance your your, your credibility and your status as being the greatest of all time, or potentially becoming the greatest of all time. You're absolutely right. Um, but I, I'm gonna go opposite from you, and I'm gonna say that. Okay. I'm gonna say I don't think it was a basketball decision. I definitely think it was a business decision. I think if people pay attention to LeBron and his moves before he went to Cleveland, he had already signed a two-year deal, so he had already knew that he was gonna go to LA. He ha- he he had every everything was planned with him. His son was sure. enrolled in uh, LA school. He had two right. houses that were two mansions that were built in LA. Um, he's already met with Leonardo DiCaprio, who's a, who's a, uh, you know, a very, very famous actor. Top actor. Right. Top actor. <laughs> Legend actor. Facts. <laughs> Facts. He's met with him already. They've been talking. He's been, you know, he's, he's probably, you know, he's gained more relationships now that he's been in L.A. Um, as far as it's been a basketball decision, I don't think it was a basketball decision. I think it was more having to do more with the business and his family. I think basketball is third, Mark. I don't, really? I don't really, yeah, I think this was a third, basketball was third on the list. I think 
his family stay in L.A.? His wife and his kids probably say, yeah, Dallas, you want to stay in L.A.? I mean, why, who wouldn't want to stay in L.A.? I mean, I feel you. like, who wouldn't want to stay there? They probably told him that. He had, he had the two houses, uh, two mansions built already there. I mean, nobody's going to tell me that this wasn't a decision that was pre-planned and he already knew what he was getting into. He also has a, a, a he just sold his, um, what is it, his production company. So now he's going to be looking to do more movies now. Like, everything just come together. Like, he, he wanted to go to L.A. because it was a business move. The perfect and move. Now that he's in his last few years of playing basketball, he wants to start getting ready to, like, you know, just build his life out, you know, outside of, you know, basketball. He, he, right. knows, his, he knows his time is winding down. But it's kind of like what Kobe said, you know, the time is going to come to an end eventually. you got to start thinking of different things outside of basketball. That's what LeBron is doing. He only has really four or five more years left. LeBron is what, 33, 34? Um, LeBron is pretty, he's getting old and he's getting pretty, he's getting a lot older. And I feel like now, as you look at, as you look at it and you pay attention to his moves, everything is a business move from this standpoint. He did not, he did not go, because if it was a basketball decision, do you think LA, you think LA was the best decision or best team for him to go to? If it was a basketball decision, you wouldn't look to Philly. That would have been a good basketball decision to go to that team. I mean, I don't know. I I, I I like the Philly move, but I don't know if that would be the best basketball move for LeBron, though. Yeah, it would. I think it would. If you're thinking of a team, if you're going somewhere for a basketball team, that means you're going there strictly to win a championship. This L.A. team, they might be good next year, but they're not going to be good enough to beat the Warriors. Not after they sign Boogie Cousins. They but what if they are, though? I don't think they will be. They've had a lot of issues this year. They didn't even make it to the playoffs. I, I mean, know, but I'm it was not, injuries. There was a lot of injuries. You're right. Without seeing their team play, they have a lot. This is the thing. Just because you put all these weapons around LeBron doesn't mean it's going to work. They might be a younger team, but they still got time. They still they they still have to grow. Kyle Plusma, he's pretty good right now as as uh, what is the second year? Yeah. This is second year in the league. They need work. Lonzo Ball, he's getting um he's right now he's what he he has an injury that he's getting um, surgery for it's on Tuesday. So I feel like it's like these guys are going to have to grow. They're going to have to grow. So, I mean, they're not going to immediately be ready, especially not to beat a team like the Warriors who they've been meshing together for years. Like, they've been together for a long time. They have four championships with almost the same exact team that they started with. This is not like they're, they're not going to be able to just go and beat this team. You might have a pretty good team, and then on top of that, the Warriors are not even the only team you got to worry about in the Eastern Conference. you got to worry about the Utah Jazz. you got to worry about the OKC Thunder with Russell Westbrook and Paul George. I don't even care if Carmelo's leaving, and they still got Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Then right. you have to worry about the Houston Rockets. And right now, they're saying if Carmelo Anthony gets freed from his next um, contract, well, he should already, he should definitely be in the process now. But once that's done with, He's gonna go sign. He's probably gonna go sign with the Houston Rockets. You really telling me that they're gonna be able to beat these teams like Chris Paul with uh, with Chris Paul and James Harden and Camilo Anthony and just the team that they have all together? I still feel like if they had Chris Paul in that uh, in that Western Conference Finals that last game, that Game Seven, they probably would have beat them. For sure, that was my decision. So. I feel like we've got to slow, like everybody has to just relax and they have to realize that, yeah, LeBron is going to be in L.A. now, but that doesn't mean just because he's going to L.A., he's going to be able to beat these teams that have been together and have messed together and they have chemistry. That's just what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking at.
So when he said it's a basketball decision, I just don't agree with that. I think that it was more of a business decision, which is okay. If he would have said it was a business decision, that's fine because LeBron has to make his money too. He has a family he has to take care of. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, if it was a business decision, just say that. But to say it was a basketball decision and you know it wasn't, come on. I'm just, I, it's just debate. Really. <laughs> I mean, they, they're going to say what they want to say to, just to cover up. But at the end of the day, I just don't think it's a business decision. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what Rick Paul was getting at, but he definitely said it was uh, more, of a, uh, more of a basketball decision. And that's fine, but I don't agree. All right, so 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 what what would the Lakers season have to look like for for it to convince you that it was a basketball decision? Do they gotta win the championship this year? Do they gotta nah, they make the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, they don't even have to win a championship. But I can tell you for one, it's to get some progress, like progression going. They have to make the playoffs first. They didn't even make the playoffs last year, so I mean, right. we're, talking, we're talking about them like being able to get all the way to the finals, the first time finals because they got LeBron, but uh-uh, ain't going to work that. It's not going to be that easy. Because you're in the Western Conference now. you got to play all these good teams. This is no longer the East. You're going to be in their bracket. You're going to have to play them. It's not going to be that easy. And then on top of that, you didn't make the playoffs that, the last year, so let's just hope this year you make the playoffs. But, I mean, like I said, if it doesn't work out, Obviously, LA is going to do whatever they got to do to get some players out of there. I think if it doesn't work out this year, Alonzo Ball is going to be met. He's, they're probably going to get him out of there. Um, right. I don't see South Coast next time soon. I don't see Ingram leaving. But I definitely do see, if it doesn't work out this year, I do see some guys that are going to pull from that team going into the next, uh, the next year after that. But if they get to the playoffs and at least make it to a, the conference finals, then – you know, we might just we might just see them. You know, they might stick together and might you know just add up maybe two pieces or so. But all I say, all I'm gonna say is that they don't make the playoffs, and if they they do make the playoffs, they barely even make you know the Western uh, Western Conference Finals or anything. They're gonna just take out some pieces and then add some new pieces there. So LeBron, he, I mean, he it's pretty much in his and the ball's in his court. So like. The thing is, I want people to realize they're in the Western Conference now. It's not going to be that easy. If he was in the Eastern Conference, I, could, I would easily just say, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to go to the finals again. He's going to be able to compete, uh, compete for another championship. But can't say that when you're playing against the team that you're going to be playing against on the regular, on, you know, on the regular. Because these are like your, these are really your neighbors now. I mean, you have these, these good teams like the Warriors and Rockets and Utah, San Antonio. I mean, come on, like it, it's not. The Lakers are going to be successful. <laughs> I don't give I don't give a damn about them other teams. The Lakers got LeBron. Hey, listen, He's going to be reinvigorated. Listen, you're, you're an LA Lakers fan, so I, I don't even. I don't even I'm I don't supporting my team. I, I hear you going on and on about these Western Conference teams, the Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder. Listen, we about to beat them. We, we see you in four. We'll beat you in four. Right. I, I hope they do. Listen, when they, when they lose, we're going to be right here for a podcast. So it uh, I'm, wait, I'm looking forward to it. When they lose, I'm going to be right here. And explain to you why they lost and what Listen, happened. I, 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 I see you in LA at the championship parade. <laughs> Uh, you're tripping, yeah. Man, I don't, LeBron, four and six in the finals. Come on, LeBron. Let's go. I'm, I'm happy for LeBron. 
Now, you know, I'm happy for him, too. I'm happy for anybody who got out of a situation that they didn't feel like they were happy in. I don't think he was happy in Cleveland. I don't think any of the time when he was in Cleveland, especially after Kyrie left, he was not happy. He was just pushing along the team because he had to. That was his last year there. I feel like, um, I feel like if, I feel like if anything, I feel like if, if Kyrie Irving probably would have still been there, they probably, he probably would still be in Cleveland. Oh, but I oh, think, about that one. Yeah, I think he would. I think because if they, had, if they still had a Kyrie, it would have, it would have been a different final. You know, it would have been a different finals if they had Kyrie. We don't know if, we don't know if the, uh, if the Warriors would have went four and uh, would have stepped them out in the, in the uh, the playoffs like they did in the finals like they did. I mean, you got to think about it. Because when they had Kyrie, the Warriors could not contain Kyrie Irving. This that is was, true. That was an issue for them. They had a lot of – they had a hard time containing him. He was a real – he – Stephen Curry could not guard him. That's it. Like, they, they, they didn't have nobody to guard him. Period. I mean, and, I, and on the flip side, just for Steph Curry, too, they didn't have anybody to really guard Curry. Right. But, you know, but I'm going to say this. I think Kyrie Irving might guard the guard Curry. That's wait, my opinion. Wait a minute. Did I just hear you say that Kyrie Irving is better than Stephen Curry? Is yeah, this one I didn't say he was better. I didn't say I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I say he might be hard to guard. You know, Kyrie Irving has that street ball mentality. So right. He plays and he does all the things. And, like, the twist, all this stuff with body, with the ball. He can handle the ball really well. He's really hard to guard. As far as Curry, if you can handle him doing his step back, and you can handle him with the hesitation move. You might, you might have him. You, I mean, the thing with Curry is, you just have to stand back on him a little bit because he's gonna shoot regardless. He doesn't care. If he can shoot play. from the parking lot. Right. He's gonna shoot. <laughs> he doesn't care whose hand is gonna. He was doing it to Tristan Thompson the whole time. Like Tristan Thompson is how tall compared to Curry. Say it with By the way, Curry still had eleven rebounds the whole final. Right. To to Tristan Thompson's what, like four. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that's a good look right there. 
Yeah, that's definitely a good look. Um, signed for forty million, two-year deal. And this is his hometown, so I mean, yeah, Chicago is his hometown, so he's definitely gonna, he probably definitely gonna play a lot better just to be close, because he's already close, he's gonna be close to family. I think Chicago is actually the team he wanted to go to before he got, before he, he got drafted by Milwaukee. Yeah, I think he wanted to go to the Chicago Bulls anyway. So I think this is just a very big deal. This is a real big deal to him to be signed by his home um, hometown um, team, and. I think DeBar Tuck's one of those dudes I really liked when he came out of college. I just hated that he had so many injuries because he's already had two injuries. Um, right. Yep. So it's like, you have injuries like that, it's like scary. Once people have those ACL injuries, they're never the same player that they once were. And when DeBar Tuck came out of school from Duke, I just, I knew he was going to be like a star in the NBA. But, like, since he's had those injuries, it's, he's, his game has kind of dropped off, but I'm hoping he can get back to where he was. And like I said, he's really young too, so he has a lot of time, and he, you know, I definitely feel like he can uh, get back to where he was, like he once was. No, yeah, I just hope he stay healthy so he can have a productive year. Mhm. Also, um, Stephen Curry had a little quick talk spot. Um, he had an uh, what did he say? He had an interview with Doris Burke, and um. He was just saying, you know, LeBron James, you know, they, the Lakers uh, got better because, you know, um, LeBron James is now there with them. But he said they still got to beat the Warriors, obviously. Basically saying they still got to beat their, um, his team. Then he right. also said that the Warriors are on a CBA. Um, no. Uh, I don't know where he got – I don't know what he means by that. Because the Warriors – just because you're winning your your, your championship doesn't necessarily mean you're you're running the NBA. Um, I mean, they are running the NBA. Uh, I don't know about that because if they don't win next year, if they don't win the NBA championship next year, people are just gonna say you talk too much in the off season. This is the thing I don't like about a lot of players is like when they go go talking and all this stuff, all these interviews and it's cool because you're on your high horse because you don't want a championship, but just stay humble. Like, there's no reason for you to go on an interview and say, we're running the NBA. Obviously, if you won the last four, ten, did they win the last two or the last three? Um, I don't know. Um, I think they've won the last two championships, so. Yeah, um, I, think, I think it was the last two. They've been, like, four straight, right? Yeah. So you won the last two. So obviously everybody knows that, like, you guys are – you know, you guys are pretty much the team to beat. So that's no reason for you to even go on an interview and say that. Just, like, play it off, say, you know, hey, we're just, you know, happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, so, but I guess he's tired of being humble, though. I mean, when you when you bet the championship four times. Yeah, that's like, what yeah, I understand. You think go to state? But LeBron yeah. coming, though. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand where you're coming from, though, with that. And so – the outside topic, um, that's like that's the last topic we have for um today. Um, is there anything else you would you want to say, yeah, Pagnet, before we end the podcast? No, we didn't pretty much said it all. But you know, I'm gonna just end it with you know, Kobe the goat. <laughs> yeah, but that that's it though, for real, for real. That's it. All right, we, thank we you pretty guys. Much good. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to um, this podcast. Yeah, thank you. And you can listen to our our podcast on iTunes. Soundcloud.com slash podcast, and also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can get all the updates and stuff. And um, also, it, we're on Apple Music as well. 
Um, but that's going to end the podcast. Thank you, Jet Pagnet, for All right. and talking with us today. All right.